0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House.
1: And today we are broadcasting live from the showroom of Sanderson Ford at Glendale, Arizona, 51st Avenue, just south of Glendale, where they're celebrating their great 68 Memorial Day sale. We're here, as we are every Saturday morning, as every Arizona homeowner's happy place. We're here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with maintaining, repairing, or remodeling your house, home, castle, or cabin. So what are the things we've done in our 35 years? We have over 4,000 hours of live broadcast answering your questions. How many questions? Almost 15,000 questions. We deliver newsletters to subscribers only. You have to request them. And in uh, in the years we've been delivering newsletters, we are at over 8 million newsletters delivered. Midweek office phone calls that we take during the week are well over 30,000. And those are all the things we do. Over 1,000 newspaper articles published around the great state of Arizona. You can call me and ask me about your house in Cincinnati. But chances are I'm gonna to have to call a friend in Cincinnati to get the answer. But if you want to ask me about your house in Lordsburg or Deming, I can probably handle that it's close enough. Here at Rosie on the House, like I say, we're broadcasting live this Saturday morning. If you'd like to come out, we have a few people here now that actually want to get on air and ask us some questions about their house home castle or cabin. You're welcome to come by, text, or call one triple eight. 767-4348. Maybe, maybe you don't want to talk to me. Maybe you want to talk to Romy's special guest.
0: <laughs> how you guys doing?
2: <laughs> Hello. That, that, voice, that voice sounds familiar.
0: Hey, Romy, they say you're nobody in radio till somebody turns your microphone on. <laughs> That's true.
1: Uh, i was just bragging how long we've been doing it. You, you, you'd think I would have known to reach over there and turn his microphone I on. still
0: mess it up. I'm I'm learning every day. They but, do uh, not
1: let me touch the buttons.
0: Yeah, they no. Do, they do
1: not let me touch the Keep,
0: <laughs> keep the boss away from <laughs> yeah, the buttons. Yeah. That's funny. If he
1: has a hammer or a screwdriver, okay, but keep keep his hands in his pockets. Tim, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you guys for having me down. I always love uh, coming and hanging with you guys, and uh, I was listening on my way down here, and I thought I heard uh, Rosie say that he teaches people how to break into houses through their 1970s era aluminum <laughs> sliding glass doors what on earth are you doing sir
1: you, you can't you can't believe how easy it is i tell people when we do hoa uh, yeah. presentations i tell them i say no look uh if you'll leave the house uh and go buy me a donut a cup of coffee right and i like I like the big donuts that are filled with cream. Okay, you so like the special. Get me a cream-filled donut and a cup of coffee. By the time you get back, I'm going to be in your house wow. drinking your coffee.
0: How about that? Yeah.
1: It, it's incredibly easy to get into homes and I don't do that to tell people to scare people. There are some very, very simple things you can do to greatly complicate right. access to your home.
0: I've but lived in a lot of places that had 70s and 80s era oh. sliding glass, you know, aluminum doors. And they are just they were placed some uh, about five years ago, and it was remarkable, the difference. Not they, just the engineering, the mechanics, but the, the heat and the light and the sound and everything. It was night and day.
1: Something about the dust?
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Absolutely. But... So on the issue of home security, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it is very easy. But it, as well, you could go to Rosie on Nash YouTube and see videos on how you can very simply, for very little money, greatly enhance the security at your home. You know, Romy, our YouTube uh, is up to 30,000 minutes a month. That's kind of humbling. I love it. I I love, uh, that, we're getting the, I love that we're getting the education out there.
0: I have a question. Uh, no, so this is Tim. I've been, I've grew up here, uh, in. And Phoenix. I was going to get today. Okay, good. <laughs>
3: no, wait, 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 wait. You, There's there. an assumption there that
1: you've
2: yeah. grown
0: up. Uh, well, I, I was born <laughs> here and I've lived here my whole life. There.
2: That was my first question. I know it's you grew up to... and went to school here. Were you yeah. actually born here?
0: Yes, born at St. Joseph's and grew up in Scottsdale. Went Scottsdale High, and uh, then I went to the Harvard of the Pines, Northern Arizona University. And, uh, yeah, so I'm a I'm an Arizona guy. I'm a Valley resident, and I've tried to move away, but I can't. I love it here. Uh, how and many years, Rosie, have you been remodeling houses in the construction business here? 48. 48 years. Wow.
1: Probably about the time you were at Scottsdale. I was at Chaparral. I graduated in 74. Okay. When I got my driver's license in 72 – I started a sprinkler irrigation company for my teachers so I could get my GED.
0: No kidding. Uh, look, and how do you like me now? Well, that's great. I was thinking because um, we did a thing here with Al McCoy a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Uh, sadly, after his last game with oh. the suns flaming out. But I, I, just, I marvel at Al McCoy for... All of the years, the Suns were the different players, the owners, the era. There was Bird. There was Magic. There was Jordan. There was a couple of playoff runs. Al McCoy was exactly the same that whole time. And I would say the same thing about you for about as long. You've been sort of an icon in the construction and remodeling. And uh, what do I do with this room?
1: Al is a standalone. Yeah. I could never do this standalone. This, I have to have the team.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. I'm uh, proud to be uh, a friend, and, and I am a fan for sure. So,
2: Well, and it goes both ways. And I, I was trying to think through all the different things we've done together, not only radio-wise, but, I mean, the first one I remember, I don't even know if it's still around, but it used to be like a, a food challenge where you would pick a restaurant and you'd send your listeners there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was and for Waste Not. Waste Not. That, that The organization that collects the food from restaurants and resorts, what a great idea, and uh, delivers it to people, you know, in the food kitchens and, and whatnot. And, yeah, we would, uh, uh, among us, we would pick a restaurant and send people in. And, and the more people that would uh, would buy there, they'd donate proceeds to Waste Knot, and, and we'd have a a winner amongst us, and you
2: guys always cheated because you picked Waffle House that has locations <laughs> everywhere. <laughs>
0: now you know if I was doing it today, I would pick Uber Eats. So anybody who ordered anything on Uber Eats, but uh, yeah,
2: I mean that that has to
0: go back over twenty years,
2: and then how many? And then there was uh, the the just the different transitions of you know your broadcast right morning, but. I, I I can't tell you how many hours we spend at the bus stop waiting for (laughs) kids to get picked up listening to y'all. Oh, that's great.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I'm lucky enough to say I, I didn't have a great radio career. I had several of them. I got to work with Bill Haywood. I got to work with Glenn Beck, believe it or not. We did a show here together. And, of course, most of my years were with Willie. The Tim and Willie's show was a big deal and a great blessing. And, and now I've got fantastic partners in uh, Brooke and Barrel Boy and still going every morning on KNIX.
1: I have adult friends take, talking about historic broadcasts we've done with Tim. It was actually here at Sanderson Ford. And it was you and Tim and Willie. Yeah. And we did a Name That tune segment. I had adult friends call me saying they were wetting their pants. They were laughing <laughs> so I-
0: <laughs> Well. I won't give any names out. I'll yeah. protect
1: my friends. But yeah. that, that was a very memorable bro. That was a lot of fun.
0: Well, it's <laughs> funny. I have adult friends now that wet their pants regularly <laughs> when nothing is said. Uh, but, by the way, and Willie's still great. He's uh, still Willie up there in Prescott, Arizona, and golfing a lot, and uh, we, we talk a couple times a month. So
1: I've got a question for you. We've got Gary, homeowner, who's called in with an air conditioning question. All right. So I know you can name that tune. Let's see if you can help Gary with air conditioning query. Well, air conditioning
0: is one of my favorite things.
1: Gary, welcome to Rosie on the House. We've got Tim Hattrick here going to answer your air conditioning question.
0: <laughs> Hi, Rosie.
1: Hey, man. Go ahead. So,
0: so uh, my, father, uh, my father's home, air conditioning, one of the two went out. Uh, they got an AC technician on site who uh, he, he couldn't find a crawl space into the attic to get to the air handler, uh, so they went on the other end of the house, and he, the technician was able to climb through the attic all the way to the, the end. So that's one problem my father-in-law needs help with. And the second problem is the technician diagnosed the fan motor and, and to be uh, – and need to be replaced but he's telling us that they can't get it out of the air handler the air handler is too close to the trusses that support
2: the roof we're looking for a contractor that could go to his home and help him with this problem
1: can I get the major cross streets
2: um, ironwood and gansell
1: okay and the vintage of the home
2: Oh, I'd have to guess it was built in
1: the, the early, early 90s. Okay, very good. Tim Hatrick. how would you solve this air conditioning problem?
0: Well, it, it's funny. Uh, this sounds crazy, but I grew up in a house here in Scottsdale that did not have air conditioning while I lived in Yeah, it, yeah. Just a swamp cooler. Yeah. And so when I grew up and was on my own, I thought, I will never not have air conditioning. <laughs> and, uh, boy, I, I mean, a, a good system. I Shoot, I don't know. It, the, once you said crawl spaces, yeah. I, I I think the only way thing you could I would just get a chainsaw and, and cut go. a hole in the roof because uh, you can repair that eventually. But I, how do you get to a, an air handler or any of these things if they're stuck in these? You know, we we call them attics growing up, but they're not. They're just just big enough for rats and pigeons. Boy, those...
2: They're They're disassembled a lot of times yeah. in parts, and like you said, it may may not be a chainsaw. but You'd have a skill saw or something
1: that would help aid you yeah. resize the equipment to get it out. Wow. <laughs> gary Gary wants a couple contractors that can take a look at it. gary you've gotten the opinion of one technician whom i don't know but i can tell you this there's no installation that can't be fixed and given the age of the home we're probably looking at a complete replacement of the unit that's what i would consider before i went through all the dilemma of figuring out how to change the squirrel cage and motor in this unit i would consider upgrading You're going to go to a higher efficiency rating. You're going to get an immediate reduction in your cooling bills, and you're going to have the air conditioning technician take a look at it, place it so it can be serviced in the future, and also as well as check the integrity of the entire duct system. We'll we'll get you some Roselle Now certified partners. I know that you can get out the house, and we can get that fixed without a chainsaw.
0: Without Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But – but I've used chainsaws in those instances
1: before, so I, I'm not ruling it out.
2: <laughs> and sadly, sometimes you see contractors chainsaw the, strusset, the, the, the oh, trusses. yeah. And instead of cutting the equipment to take it out, they that's cut the trusses <laughs> so they can take the equipment out in one piece. So that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea.
0: I lived in a house in Tucson. And we bought one of those home warranties. And it was the year – I think it was the hottest day here that we've had in recent years. It was like 122 here, 118 down in okay. Tucson. Planes wouldn't take off at Sky Harbor because right. the, the specs, they didn't know if they could fly in that heat. Uh our air conditioner went out in our Tucson home at that time, and I called the home warranty company, and they said, we'll get somebody out to you within 48 hours. Well, I had little Thank kids in the house. Thank you and I said, very much. If, I said, just bring the coroner with you when you do, because there would be <laughs> nobody left in this house at that point. And, and actually, we called a local person. It was a, it was a much quicker fix.
1: There you go. Tim Hattrick joining us here at Rosie on the House, live at the Sanderson Ford Showroom in Glendale. Y'all come on by say hello to Mr. Tim. We'll be right back. Monday, happy days Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days Thursday, Friday, happy days Saturday, what a day Doing all week with you Welcome back to Rosie on the House where we're broadcasting live from the showroom at Sanderson Ford special guest Mr. Tim Hattrick join us and I think I figured out Tim's Home repair secrets is similar to my landscaping secrets. (laughs) At Rosie's house, the answer to any landscaping question is flamethrower. With Tim Hattrick, the answer to any home improvement question is chainsaw.
0: Yeah.
3: We could get. We guys are we quite could, the
1: team. We, we're going to make a good team here. We Flame thrower here. and chainsaw. I need to
3: get a picture of you because I've got one of him in the yard with a big propane tank. He oh, takes really? it really serious. It's got a little caddy <laughs> and he pulls it around. It's organic. It's organic. Hey. I've,
1: I know chemicals in our yard.
3: Can I just I, say.
1: Yes, go ahead, darling.
3: That often when we do lives, people stop by. And we have a gentleman this morning who stopped by because he wanted to see what y'all look like. And he said, I'm sure he
0: was hugely disappointed. <laughs> oh, that's the guy that was just running <laughs> yeah. to his car. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Covering his eyes,
0: crying. Right.
3: <laughs> tried to get him to come on, but he was kind of shy. But his name is Ross and he came and he grew up in Safford. In, oh, that's in the, cool. Ag, that is the farms. a yeah. cool play. That I know I you'd love Safer. to visit with him. But he, um, he also listens to you every Saturday. He's a landscaper. So I think that's the way a lot of people listen to us as they're driving around in and out the car. So that's welcome. Ross. Uh, Ross, minute. thanks
1: for coming, man. I appreciate it. Really, really, really appreciate it. How about that? Love Safford Thatcher area. That's a that's a gorgeous area. As a matter of fact, the last Arizona staycation winner specifically wrote us a letter and said they they really enjoyed the staycation in Safford and they had a wonderful trip exploring the Black Hills backcountry just east of Safford. That's a that's a that's a little little bit of a remote area, kind of a cool country. One so. of our
3: more adventurous winners, I would think. That, that's right,
1: absolutely. All right, I think we have Matthew uh, on the line. He'd like to come in and ask Tim Atrick another home repair question. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you're here, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna ride this horse for as long as it's upright. <laughs> yeah. That's great. All right, Matthew. Yes. All right, you have two questions. Fire away. <laughs>
0: All right. So when you leave your house uh, for a couple of months, your air conditioning, uh, I usually set that to about 85 on cool. And should that be
1: on the fan part circulate or auto? Tim, what you call
0: on that I'd say yes on circulate I mean on okay. auto on auto so that uh, as it reaches above 85 it'll it'll kick on the system and keep your house somewhat cool
1: there you go and if you're keeping it that hot, I would tell you Matthew a lot of times what we tell people when they leave for the summer go ahead and fill up a couple five-gallon buckets of water and put them throughout the house because an air conditioning is constantly seeking moisture to take out of the indoor air. And if it can't find any, it's going to suck all your pee traps dry. And when you get back, your house is not going to smell anything different than a septic tank. So just put a little water in there for the air conditioning to drop. Second question. So circulate, right, not auto? So, you, you could actually go either way at 85. But okay. There's nothing, there's nothing, so there's, it costs no money to run circulate hardly at all. So circulate would be a good idea,
0: right? And uh, my water softener, how how much salt would I leave in that container?
1: Oh, well,
2: I don't know that well, I wouldn't just turn it off. It, it, it,
1: that's that's one very turn good that option. And the water
2: heater off if you're going to be gone for the whole thing the whole time yeah and
1: and the and the valves at your washing machine as well Um, uh, we actually have a a link on our website Matthew about preparing your home winter visitors preparing your home to leave it in the desert for the summer I'd encourage you to get to our website roseanthouse.com and just look at preps for leaving your home and it'll run you down through all the things you ought to be checking and verifying and asking how much salt to leave in the system uh, it, it, de- it, it depends on so many things. That's like asking, uh, like, like one of my mentors in the industry always asked. He loved asking clients the question, how big is a dog?
0: <laughs> about you, uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on the dog you're talking about. It depends on the water softener you're talking about. It depends. There are water softeners that actually I've seen connected to the irrigation system. Uh, so you've got to verify the system was installed correctly. Is it one of the earlier low-efficient units? Is it one of the newer high-efficient units? Will you have any friends or relatives coming through turning on water on and off and, and, and filling P-traps and exercising the washers on your valves, uh, faucets, every once in a while? You know, those are all things to consider. As long as the salt is in there, it's not gonna be consumed or circulated as long as no water's going through the water manifold. So it's indifferent, but Romy's idea about turning things off would be well, uh, well utilized advice. Especially like Rosie said, shut the valves
2: off. So the water supply, you know, that way, if any leak happens, it, you won't know it until you turn it back on when you get home and then you can turn it right off and get it fixed. But leaving that water pressurized inside your home on those big water using appliances.
1: Make sure the sprinklers aren't turned off. (laughs) Make sure the sprinkler valve stays on. More with Rosie on the house from Sanderson Ford, right here. Don't go anywhere. name that too. All right. All my exes change their sexes.
2: No.
0: no, no. <laughs> wait. I,
1: could,
2: <laughs> I could see that about your exes. Well, I, 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 I. we live in a different
0: time. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I'm not judging anybody. <coughs> but wait, wait, wait. So with <laughs> that way.
2: said, what, uh, you always have, uh, <clears throat> what are you listening to today? Last time it was, uh, the guys that sing uh, Drinking Problem. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Uh, Midland. Midland, yeah. Midland. Uh, there's so many good new country artists. It's like there's a whole revolution, um, and that includes Parker McCollum. Of course, Luke Combs and um, Morgan Wallen are kind of the uh, the shooting stars right now in country music. But there's there's a lot of great female artists. Um, Megan Maroney is, is one of them. Haley Witters. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good new country music coming. And, you know, there's still... Garth started his uh, residency up in Vegas this past week, and if you ever get the ch- if you're a true country fan, you have got to make a plan to see it. It's going to run through 2024 up at Caesar's Palace. It's amazing.
2: So. I, I hadn't heard Garth got to Vegas. Yep, interesting.
0: He does a little bit with him and just him and his guitar, and then he brings out the band, and oh, it's it's a remarkable thing to see.
2: You know, and. That's one of those artists where it's like whether you love country music or hate country music, or you love them or hate them, he's got at least one song you like. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, I saw George Strait here just a couple weeks ago, who, by the way, turned 71 this past week. He's still doing it like he's 25 years old. And. That guy, you know, I made a playlist the week of the show thinking about my favorite songs in it. I thought I had four or five. I had about 20, so. The, the, you said 71, kind of like it was condescending.
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I took offense to that. Look, <laughs> I I hold nothing against him for that age. I won't hold that my young age against him. Whatever Reagan said. Hey, he, um, I thought because he was that old, at that age. I didn't I wasn't sure the concert was gonna go off at nine. I thought maybe it'd have to be at like four thirty or five, but he did it. (laughs) He played all night. Or they've
1: lost their voice. I can Right. I have a couple very favorite balladeers from the seventies and eighties when we were in high school. You, you can't hardly listen to him anymore. Uh, it, it's
0: gone. Well, and here's the knock. You know, you compare Garth with George. Garth, very much a, a an entertainer, dynamic. He's done things where he's flying through the crowd. He's at the stage. The flying hillbilly. Up. Right. <laughs> but George Strait, if there's a knock, people say, I love his songs, but he doesn't do anything in concert except stand there and sing. Well, yeah, but he sings pretty well. And then when he flashes that smile, that's, that's all it takes. We all well, have our thing.
1: Well, Tim... We may have a new career for you to launch, because since you've answered the last air conditioning question, we've been loaded up with air conditioning questions. So uh, it's Tim Hattrick, special guest of Rosie on the House, answering any and all of your questions about air conditioning today and today only. For the I'm next... not a
0: Rosie certified guy. <laughs> I've been trying. The num- they the, keep rejecting me.
1: The, the number to talk to Tim is one And I believe we have Dan online who has an air conditioning question. Let's see if we can get Dan up on air. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. What's your question for okay. Mr. Hattrick?
0: <laughs> okay, when my air conditioner cycles out, when it's not running, you know, it's not blowing any cold air, it's got a buzzing noise, like a, it hums and it goes buzz, and sometimes it gets really loud. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. Last year I had to get that motor for the exhaust fan replaced, and at the okay. same time, the guy replaced the capacitor, and it's shortly after all that was replaced is when this started. And I and it drives me crazy. The only way I can get rid of the buzzing noise is to physically turn the AC unit off instead of, you know, until auto. I'm ready to use it. Instead Otherwise, of auto. It buzzes the whole time. Okay. Uh, Tim, you have any ideas? Uh, th- he said he replaced the capacitor. That would be my only guess. Okay. It's not
2: capacitating anymore. It's no.
0: not it has no capacity for capacitation. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, you uh, called while I was here. Okay.
1: Dan, if it's buzzing constantly, even when the unit's not running, it's it's you're gonna be very happy to hear this. It's probably a very inexpensive repair. It's probably the transformer. And um, I'm going to admit that we called out to our Rosie now certified partners during the bottom hour news break, just to confirm that that could be our suspicion. If it's buzzing during it's running and it's cooling, you've probably got a, a problem with a solenoid that contains the reversing valve on a heat pump. But if it's buzzing constantly, the only thing in a piece of air conditioning equipment that can buzz constantly is a transformer. And you'll be happy to know that's not a horribly tremendous expense but while the technician is there while the Rosie certified technician is there have them go through and check the entire unit as a matter of fact have them go through and check the entire integrity of the ductwork get it all done while they're there dan i hope that helps tim thanks for capacitating your way through that good question. luck
0: dad stay cool
1: <laughs> yeah amen we have been flooded recently with a lot of questions about super cooling that has a little bit to do with the fact that our utility companies have experienced uh, or were granted some price increases and what most people don't realize is you're charged a different rate for electricity in the summer than you are in the winter and every may the rate goes up so a lot of you see a bump in may june uh some of that is because of the seasonal increase and then that of course your usage goes up in your air conditioning and we try and teach and educate you how to combat that through the tactic of super cooling. again i won't go into it this particular segment because we talk about it for hours on end uh all summer long but you can find all the information you need on super cooling air conditioning on the desert floor in Arizona that will cut your air conditioning bill by as much as 30 or 40%. And you know how much it costs you? One phone call. That's all. Okay. So take a look at it. Super cooling on the Rosie on the House website. You'll find a tremendous amount of information. If you, if you want to know whether you should look at it or not, take a look at your last energy bill. Take a look at the total kilowatt hours consumed. Divide that by the total bill. If you're paying over 10 or $0.11 a kilowatt, you can save money by supercooling using all the techniques and the tactics. But go to Roseanne House to find out all the contingencies. We have another air conditioning question from Gordon. Let's bring him on. Tim, you're on
0: a roll here, buddy. I'm telling you. (laughs) Uh, We don't have a Gordon on the phone. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Very good. Uh,
2: Well, this is when we generally cover our weekly to-do. It's something we handle uh, every single week uh, around your home castle or cabin estate on top of maintenance. Tim, do you have a water treatment system? Uh,
0: Yes. Uh, Well, I I, I had a water conditioner that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, soft water. Mm -hmm.
2: And then at your kitchen sink, do you have an RO tap, you know, a little spout that comes out and you press down? Because when you treat your water or soften it, you don't really want to drink that water. You want it purified water to drink you know that's great for laundry it's great for your pipes on the softening side but for your drinking water you use the ro which purifies it down to just you know what water is h2o when was the last time you changed your filter
0: on that well listen First, I want to say I was today years old when I found out you're not supposed to drink your softened water. Okay. (laughs) Now, I didn't say it would kill you. I just said it doesn't taste great. I mean. (laughs) If you grew up
2: on it, you probably don't know the difference.
0: (laughs) Well, like I said, before we had air conditioning, we just had the swamp cooler. I used to drink the water that came out of that hose. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's lots of things wrong with me. But um, I I would say, you know, probably every uh, couple couple of times a year to change the RO filter. Well, That's good. my final answer.
2: That's your final. Answer. That wasn't my question. When oh. was the last time you changed your future? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> let's see. It's time for a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I I, I usually, here's, here's the true answer. I usually change those things when I'm moving out of a place. And I'm like, I better put a new one in to for pass the next inspection. Guy. There you go. Yeah.
1: Thinking of all the evap coolers you and I have drank out of and all the yard hoses, you and I are probably EPA super sites just walking around.
0: We've got to be. We've got to be. Yeah.
1: All the things we did that now um, you can't do anymore.
0: Well, and you think about it. I can I can imagine the flavor of the water that came out of a hose or even out of the pads through a swamp cooler. It just it had a distinct flavor, which... Oh well, and
1: it depended on the season as how many bugs were embedded <laughs> in the in in the the, uh, the the cooling medium.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Well, and it was a trick question because there really is no right answer. Oh, it's really? How big is your filter? How much water are you processing through it? Okay. What type of filters are you using? There's a lot of different factors. You could need to replace them every couple months. You could need to replace them every year. Just you know, it, it's. Keeping up with your water quality and testing that to make sure that there's no bacteria growing in there, um, is.
0: Does it does it need changing? Is there a flavor difference? When is, is that an indication that it needs to be changed? Like my water tastes different, something, suddenly.
2: I would definitely look into it if you feel like you have a taste change. But yet, generally, those things happen so subtly. Yeah, it's like the frog in boiling water happens over such a slow period of time you don't notice. drastic taste. Well, I
0: usually put the water in after I put the whiskey, so that Uh, affects the flavor as well.
2: You need a different filter for that. That's that's an interior filter.
1: (laughs) And you know, the other thing about changing RO filters is you have to be very, very careful how you do that. That has to go in sanitized. You can't touch it with your hands. You have to be very careful about even setting them on the countertops. So if you are in the mode of replacing your own reverse osmosis filters. Make sure you're studying the manufacturer's procedure on how to do it because any contamination from the oils of your finger, uh, say you fixed a chicken sandwich for lunch and then you decided to change the filter, (laughs) uh, you wouldn't want that residue on your RO filter. Makes sense.
2: You could put in... A more contaminated filter. Than you took out, then you right? you took out. <laughs> you really
1: could. And most of the time, generally the RO manufacturer will state X number of gallons. And and they just kind of extrapolate that. They say for a family of four, that's usually every three months, every six months, whatever okay. it is. Good to know. Well, I'm It goes gonna... back to reading the manual.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> now you're asking a lot. But, you know, at my house safety is one of my top five concerns so I'll take that to heart take that to heart and you'll know if you have an ro you know it's,
2: it's a little metal spigot that comes out and it's separate look underneath your sink you should see you know plastic containers some will have three cartridges you should see the manufacturer label on there if you want to try it yourself call the manufacturer have them you know buy the filter ship it to you or most manufacturers have their own installers as well and their service technicians and you can set up a time to them for them to come out. But it's common in Arizona because we soften our water and most homes are a lot of homes. Uh, and we recommend that because of the amount of hard water and minerals that are in our water supply that as it comes through our river systems and as it gets purified at the municipalities, they're not really checking for grit or calcium. You know, those aren't what they're treating it for. So we end up with that in our home. Well, what if we can remove those It makes our plumbing last longer Without rusting out, it makes our laundry last longer, uh, keeps from color fading, and uh, for you know shower and inside your home and water use and consumption, it's a it's a better way. And a uh, you know anybody that has one and properly used will never ever move somewhere else in Arizona without. The water that's true that is true
0: <laughs> and by the way you mentioned our water supply system here I, a couple weekends ago I just went out for a Sunday afternoon at uh, Bartlett Lake Ooh. oh my gosh oh. The, the lakes and the reservoirs oh. are so much higher than they've been in the last 15 or 20 years it's really magnificent very happy about that I ran up
1: to snowball a couple times yeah. in,
0: in February and I mean the Verde was
1: rent, I mean it was bridge, bridge bulkhead to bridge I've never seen it that way Amen, long. yeah yeah love it love it love it. Where did those three hours go? Man, oh man. It's Rosie on the House right here, broadcasting live like we are every single Saturday morning, right up to the 11 o'clock hour. Today, we're broadcasting live from the Sanderson Ford Showroom on 51st Avenue. Especially appreciated Ross coming by and visiting and sharing his story. Uh, has hiked at the Arizona Trail.
3: The whole thing? Yes. Yes. Oh man, that's really something I'd like to get done. We have little pieces. We've ridden some of it.
1: We've 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 taken the horses. Old Patch and Peanut have taken us over several miles of the Arizona Trail. Going to take us over considerably more before they get retired. But one of the pretty beautiful things we love to do around Arizona is Jennifer our trailer up behind the F-250 and get the horses out there with our with our dogs and uh, cover cover a big piece of country every morning and stop for lunch and load her up and bring her back home it's uh it's all about the great Arizona and when we have newcomers come to Arizona they say well, where do you go do that I say well I can go do that anywhere as I want the open country yeah. of Arizona is one of the things people are so you mean you can just drive up here yeah. pull off the side of the road and that and that turnout area mm-hmm. and park your truck and just start hiking
3: it is amazing you it should really
1: is 85% it. of the property in Arizona is open to public use. I and love if, it.
3: You should sign up, everybody, for the staycation, chance to that's win the staycation, a staycation. And you get to choose a car from uh, from Sanderson Ford, and you get it for a couple days, and you get a couple days to walk about Arizona. And John Pratt gets you all set up to go, and he tells you, he even, he even works like a little travel guide. He'll tell you where to, where to go that's fun.
1: Well, Michael and Valerie wrote us a letter this week. Uh, just saying it was wonderful. They they won the staycation to Jerome. And they actually said, from meeting John Pratt at Sanderson Ford, the entire adventure was par excellence.
3: John loves to do it. <laughs> Get him on the road. Yep. Enter to Enter, win yes. the Arizona
1: staycation right there at rosieonthouse.com. Now, I'll tell you, we started that staycation. I presented the idea to Sanderson Ford uh, back about, 14 years ago when we were going through the housing bubble and we were trying to encourage people to support the local Arizona economy. And I said, why do Arizonans want to leave Arizona mm-hmm. uh, to go on vacation? Let's promote how great a state it is to stay right here. And old Max it's Anderson said, well, we'll give them a car to do it. And Barry, that was the birth of the state Arizona staycation right there. So,
0: it really is true. And And this year alone, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, we can't go to San Diego. It's too expensive. You know, we, we usually get out of here and we go somewhere cooler. Well, there's a lot of places in Arizona that are cool in both temperature and interestingness, and, and I love exploring the state. I've got my F-150 from Sanderson, and I take it at every corner of the state. Like, and i lived here my whole life, essentially. There's still nooks and crannies that I'm discovering as we speak.
2: How often do you run into Johnny Maverick while you're out
0: there? Johnny Maverick is, uh, well, he's been busy filming the, you know, the second half of season five of Yellowstone.
2: Oh, uh, so. I didn't hear he got that promotion. Well, <laughs> he got cast on this that. This isn't
0: supposed to get out, but Johnny Maverick um, is going to take over for Kevin Costner after he leaves. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The new boss in town.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to see that episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Tim, where, where can people find you today?
0: Well, they can find me at Sanderson Ford here during the grade 68 sale for another few minutes. Uh, I'm on KNIX Radio 102.5 of every course. morning with Brooke and Barrel Boy and playing all of today's country. And we got a secret show coming up, so hope people will listen and join the fun. Well, you and can tell on. us what the secret show is.
1: And, no <laughs> and your hours of broadcast. We're
0: on from 5 to 10 every Monday through Saturday. In fact, we compete against you.
1: Ay ay ay! Now that hurts. I didn't know that.
0: I'm sorry. So
2: you're doing a live show right now? Uh-huh. Yeah, in two places. That's pretty.
0: It's uh. You have to teach us that one. It's it's an app on your phone. <laughs> you can get. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget the time
1: an old co-host of mine called me while he was broadcasting to talk to me while I was broadcasting. <laughs> um, the FCC didn't think too much of that idea. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> it was funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody kicked me off here, but I did get my wrist slapped.
2: Well, thanks for spending your Saturday morning here with us, Mr. Tim it. Hattrick. It's always a pleasure. Kind of becoming a little bit of a tradition on there. I think
0: so. One I'll be Rosie certified. Well, you're
3: gonna stay in air conditioning, or you think maybe something else?
0: <laughs> uh, chainsaws. chainsaws. I'm, right. I'm a demo expert. I can knock walls down better than anybody. It's my specialty.
1: I hope y'all enjoyed the last three hours half as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. I hope you learned something about your house, home, castle, or cabin, and don't get scared. We'll be back next Saturday, and until then, you can always find us at Rosieonthehouse.com. Happy trails.